Hello and welcome to the Living Vivaciously podcast. I'm your host, Marina Gerges, and I'm back with an episode with a guest who I truly love. She is also a business partner to me. We have collabed on a few business projects that are selling like hotcakes. Today, I have Amanda Kohol here, who is the CEO and founder of The Wolf Co. Amanda is a digital strategist and the creator of the original Instasite. Amanda provides business owners with resources, community connections, and trusted guidance and education to start converting on social. Amanda was able to create $77,000 from one DM, 28,000 from social media launches, and Amanda has turned many personal brands and service-based businesses into cash cows. So I'm so excited to have her here to talk about all things TikTok and how she's created so much success on that platform. All right. Hi, Amanda. Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm so excited to have you today because you are really my my social media business bestie. Like I am just so grateful to have had you throughout the journey of building my business. And it it just always feels like, you know, such an honor to have you in my life. Seriously. <laughs> uh, I know we've like seen many iterations of one another's businesses too. Absolutely. And this is something I love. Like we've We've seen the evolution of social media and our business throughout it all. And I think you're one of the best people in the industry to speak about like how social media evolves and how it changes how we do business, online business, because a lot of people out there are just following trends and trying to get the next hack, but you don't operate from that space. You you think a lot more about the conversion because that's that's the key to business, right? We convert to make money. But I wanted to ask you about like your slogan and what you stand behind, which is social media that converts. And what does that even mean? Could you tell us a little bit about conversion in social media? Yeah, and I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head there. I definitely don't operate from a space of trend chasing and trying to keep up with all of the updates that are actually really small updates and don't have a big impact on your business. I'm more so focused on actual outcomes that platforms can achieve from you. And once people can wrap their head around that of like, what is TikTok good for? What is Instagram good for? Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, da 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 it makes your social media life so much easier. So when it comes to the conversion piece and my my actual slogan is provocative social mm. that can, because we like to get spicy, we think of ourselves as disruptors and don't want to, you know, follow the usual course that you see when it comes to people talking about social media on social media, which is very much a regurgitated, been there, done that. Like I get bored. I'm like, can we change the record here? Oh, yeah. Right. But conversion to me means two things. Of course, there's the monetary side of conversion, which leads directly to the bottom line of your business, but there's also conversion in terms of your community. 
as well as conversion in terms of growth in that community and followers, subscribers, whatever it is that you're looking to achieve. So the monetary, yes, important, but you cannot get that without the conversion of a community and people really believing in your message and essentially becoming super fans of yours who share your content for you and are turning that conversion wheel for you. It's starting to happen automatically when you really do focus on building that community first, the people who are already there, not always chasing new, 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 because it's those people that share the message that lead to the new followers and then lead to the actual monetary conversion. I feel like that's what most people miss with, for example, building your brand. It's about the brand ambassadors. That's what I call them right? Mm -hmm. Your community members that share your message, engage with you, and even refer you out, even if they don't buy themselves. And people miss the power of that. They think that every single person who interacts with their social media content, automatically a buyer, or that every, the purpose of every piece of content is to sell. And mm -hmm. eventually, mm -hmm. yes, but that's not the intention behind every piece of content. And I know you're really good about this. And with every product that you and I have worked on, like this was something that you put front and center of like, there are connection pieces. And that's also key in branding, since I talk about branding a lot, is the connection piece between you and your audience, because that creates community and community then buys, engage, promotes, sells, refers, all the things. So I want you to walk us a little bit through your journey on TikTok because I remember, so I, just for context, I found Amanda through someone who tagged me in one of her posts when she was swimming in cute pools in Mexico. And at that time, I was also traveling around the world and someone was like, you two will be good friends. So Amanda and I connected on Instagram. And at that time, I feel like we're, we're kind of like at a peak in our, in our business world. Like we both had really engaged communities. And I mean, we still do, but in a different way. But at that time, it was like the new age of like online social media and community building. And no one was talking about the things we were talking about at that time, which is that connection piece. And then fast forward, like, you know, two, three years later, TikTok came about and I was just like so scared of the platform. I didn't get on. I did maybe a few silly videos and then I was like, no, it's not for me. But I remember you went on there and you started doing your thing. But also there was like an event that happened on Instagram. I don't know if you want to <laughs> share that. So Amanda, I'm just going to let you share now about your journey. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's been a journey. So we'll try to Cole's note it or we'll be here literally all day. But yeah, 2021, well, we, we met and through Instagram. And that was when my Instagram had really, really taken off. And I started to experiment more with that platform and like just the power of the features because everyone was going on about, you need to post every single day to social media, multiple times a day to your feed specifically. And I was even having trouble keeping up with that. I was like 
I got client work to do. I have like ideas. I just want to like noodle on for a little bit. I need to go float in the pool and let these ideas and the inspiration come because I, I just need some space here. So I was like, I wonder what would happen if I stopped posting to my feed and I just posted to my Instagram stories because I knew that the people who primarily see your stories is people who are already following you. So I was like, those people are more familiar with my brand. They're familiar with the plot. So I don't need to like do any sort of hooks or get stressed out about adding that context. We're just picking up where we left off and you're along for the ride now. And like the weird stuff that I was showing in my stories. And this wasn't like anything you know, crazy. I had my educational stories, of course, where I would do social media tips, but it was mostly just like my daily musings and me going about my day in Mexico, which was an interesting backdrop, of course, but like I'm cutting mangoes in these stories. I'm putting on sheet masks. I'm floating in a pool. I'm running away from bees. Like it is nothing miraculous. It's just me being me. And it really started to click that we don't need to do so much. We just literally need to show up as ourselves. And we certainly do not need to be posting to the feed as much as these gurus are telling us we need to be posting to the feed. So the initial stages of me not posting to the feed, this was like an experiment, of course, because I wanted to see, would I still be able to grow? Would I still be able to connect on the same level? That was like the least of my concerns because stories are a huge connector piece directly connected to the DMs. And then most importantly, would I be able to convert at the same capacity that I was converting when posting to the feed every day? So the first couple of weeks were a little bit rocky and people were DMing me, which was good for connection of like, I haven't seen you on Instagram. Where's your post? Where's your post to your feed? You were posted every single day, sometimes twice a day. Where's your content? And that was first light bulb that I needed to communicate to my community. You're not going to find the new stuff on the feed anymore. So I put in my bio, watch my stories, all new content in my stories. That was the first communication. I put a post on my feed communicating to go and watch my stories. And then every day for the next little while in my stories, I would say, come here if you want new content. So it became a redirect, which is a strategy that I use in all of my content of redirecting people to where you want them to go and what you want them to focus on. So it's less a matter of where you're posting, but how you're using those features and really understanding who is the audience on this platform and who is the audience in this particular feature. And when it comes to Instagram in general, the audience is people who are already following you. You are posting for a familiar audience. Even on feed, only a small percentage of your posts get shown to people who are not following you. And I don't care what Instagram tells you, because they do tell you all the time, we really support creators, you can go viral. And you, yes, you absolutely can go viral, but it doesn't happen on a consistent basis like it does on a space like TikTok, 
for example. So this was my first experiment, if you will, with audiences and attention. And how am I now storytelling on a space that is built for connection and then will lead to conversion, which really helped me get over onto TikTok. So in the midst of all of this, my business is booming in 2021. The community is growing. I'm primarily just focusing on posting to stories, dabbling a bit on TikTok, but not too much. And things are going great until the incident. And the incident was my Instagram out of nowhere gets disabled. And this was like devastating to me because I had actually kind of put all of my eggs in the Instagram basket. I was so grateful that I built my business through that space. I had an email list, but I wasn't really doing much with it. And I was like, crap, what am I going to do? This is like going to a dentist with no teeth. I am an Instagram expert without an Instagram. Excuse me. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> right, Marina? So it's a good example. <laughs> yeah. And this went on for like four or five months. I would get the account back disabled. So it was disabled like six times in those months. I ended up creating a new account in that space, that one was getting disabled. So eventually got it back for good, knock on wood, it's been a while, but no reason given. I didn't even get to speak directly to the person. It was like my husband's friend's cousin that worked at Instagram, got it back. And all I heard was that my account had been flagged and I had no idea why. So we think it was an inside job and it was something kind of happening behind the scenes there. But this really forced me to go, okay, if I was able to build something like this on Instagram, does the platform even matter? Why don't I explore what I can do over on TikTok? Why don't I explore my email a little bit? So I started to get more familiar with TikTok. And much like you, Marina, I started out doing like silly videos, following the trends, and it was giving me a lot of anxiety. And I felt so muddy <laughs> about what was I doing on TikTok. Instagram was easy and TikTok felt kind of like Instagram stories. I pick up my phone, I talk to the camera, but like, why was it not connecting for me until I just woke up one day and I was like, you know what, what I was so successful on with Instagram was stories and lives. I'm going to take that format that I'm really comfortable communicating in. And that's all I'm going to do on TikTok. F these trends, F using trending sounds, like, you know, trying to do all these little hacks and stuff like that. I'm going to do it my way, just like Frank Sinatra, and we're going to see what happens. So I committed to TikTok for 30 days. And I was like, I'm going to post twice a day for 30 days straight, literally Monday through Sunday, I was posting two times a day. And these were going to be talking head style, 
I put a little green screen behind me sometimes doing like a PowerPoint presentation. And I'm going to talk about the things that I know the most about, which is building a community and converting online. So I started to do that. And I started to talk about a method that came to me about this time last year in the summer of 2022. It all just clicked for me that my little experiment with not posting to the feed and just posting to stories and really navigating social spaces different based off of the audience in those spaces was an entire concept and method that I thought more business owners needed to know about. And that concept is called the Instasite. So I didn't even realize that I'd been doing a version of it for two years and it all just kind of like came together. It was one of those mad scientist moments. It was literally lying on the floor of my parents' house because Marina, you know this, we were living there for, you know, five months too long while our house was getting renovated. So I was working out of my parents' house. This idea came to me lying on the floor, scribbling on paper, this entire strategy. It was all I had. I didn't have my usual whiteboard with me. And I was just like, get the ideas out. Filming my TikToks in my car every morning for 30 minutes. I remember that very clearly. (laughs) Because everyone said that I was too loud, Marina. So I was like, you know what? Fine, I'll go be loud in the car and the car is going to become my studio. But these things that were, you know, on the surface seemed like little hiccups and just annoyances at the time of like, great, I got a film in the car. Great, I don't have my whiteboard. Like, how am I going to make it work? Actually became patterns that I developed for making better content. So then the car became my studio. And once I was in the studio, quote unquote, all I did there was film my TikToks and I gave myself half an hour each morning. And all I would do is record in that half an hour. I would not edit anything. I would just press the button. I had my little list on a post-it note of maybe I can get these five videos out in this half an hour. If I get three, that's fine. And then later in the day or the next day or the following days is when I would do edits. So it was a nice like habit to get into of wake up, have my glass of water, loosen up the vocal cords and record my TikToks, go in, do my work for the day. Later in the day, do some edits and then I'd post. And it was this like great habit to get into because it taught me you know, discipline around recording, but also brought me into a new space that got rid of that like icky feeling. I now felt comfortable on TikTok because I was creating in a format that worked for me and my voice instead of trying to force something that made no sense for what I was trying to achieve, which is continuing to build my community and sharing my message and my nerding out about these social spaces so that's like a little bit of the journey and we'll continue talking about the journey because TikTok is a huge effing part of it but I'm just like curious from you Marina about TikTok on your end and how you're feeling now because I know you've been experimenting with it a bit more yeah and I think something you said that really stuck out to me and I already know this about you but I want to point it out for everyone who's listening is that 
your willingness to explore and experiment. It's like you didn't stop there because something didn't work for you. You kept exploring what could work for you, what could work for my voice, for my lifestyle, for my current situation. And I know you said something about taking what worked for you on Instagram and then talk defying it. <laughs> and I know you often told me that, Amanda, when I would come to you frustrated about TikTok, you're like, Marina, your IG stories do really well. Like that's where basically like my brand and my essence comes to life. It's about living vivaciously. Yes, I teach people personal branding, but why? It's for people to actually live the lifestyle that they want. And that's the core of my brand. So it, something clicked for me when you had told me, basically think of TikTok as your IG stories. So you're showing the lifestyle and when you told me that, I went from like trying so hard to be the expert, like everyone else on on Instagram, whether they're in the social media field, they're very much like, you know, talking head, which works for a lot of people, but it was like not working for me. I can't just sit there and create talking head. Like that's your style and it works great for you, Amanda. You're a green screen girl. You do the the whiteboard, all of that. I don't, I rarely teach like that. Like, yes, I do some talking heads, but like for me, it's about taking people on like a, a vibe and a journey and having conversations like the storytelling. And then I kept thinking, okay, what clicks on Instagram for me? What clicks with my community? And I started doing this. I'm seeing some traction. Again, it's, it's slow. It's building up, but I'm feeling a bit more excited about sharing. And I think there's something to be said about you, the person who's creating the content, need to feel good about what you're creating. Because if it doesn't match how you communicate, which I have another episode on like your natural communication style and how that's how you create authentic content, because authentic content feels like this like mystery that we're all trying to achieve. But it's really just about creating stuff that resonate with your natural way of communicating. Like the way you speak to me off of a podcast or in just a regular meeting is the same way you show up and talk on TikTok, Amanda. And that's something I really love. You're so authentic in that way. So that's been kind of my short journey on TikTok. But thanks to you, like it's been a big mindset shift around what I should create versus what attracts and also understanding what works on TikTok as a platform because it is a little bit different and I would like for us to dive into you know the difference between creating content like if you've already established a brand on Instagram like how to transform that then into TikTok because I feel like that was my biggest struggle but before we dive into that I wanted to ask you about some of the success you've seen on TikTok because People who are listening, they're like, okay, cool, I'll create the content. And then what? I'll be stuck on these like 200 views. Like no, no one needs to see another uh, TikTok profile on this topic. And I'm sure you've had these thoughts, but you kept going and you had mentioned that unique strategy, the Insta site, and you shared it with people. So I want to hear a little bit about what you've seen happen from being consistent with your routine on TikTok. Yeah. So while I was filming those TikToks in, in the car, it, it took a little bit to get that traction over on TikTok. And there were definitely days where I was just like, 
this isn't working still. And I, I felt like I had the imposter syndrome that I was like, I suck. I can't do this. Like, who cares? There's, you know, Instagram, social media experts, mostly gurus are a dime a dozen. Like they're everywhere. Right. So I did have those thoughts, but I, I just kept going. And it was, I think the 10th or like the 15th video I had posted about the Instasite strategy. Cause I just kept talking about it, talking about it. And I'll tell you why at, at some point in this story that it started to get traction. And of course it was like the most inconvenient time. My husband and I had come back to the house that was just renovated. There was no Wi-Fi, but my phone is pinging off the hook. And I'm just like, I think I'm going viral for the first time ever. Like this is exciting, but also I'm trying to, paint something right now and like I don't have wi-fi so what I did was I made sure that at the very least the instasite step-by-step guide which you and I co-created together so Marina did all of the templates for the guide and I did the strategy uh, that was linked in the bio because every single piece of content that I was speaking to all 15 of those videos directly related to that guide. So these videos start to go viral. And I really want to make an important note here. And this has to do with conversion. When I had made those videos, it was a two-parter, part one, part two, 2022 social media strategy is what it was called. I thought I made a huge boo-boo by not adding the call to action at the end of the video saying, get the step-by-step guide in my bio. I was like kicking myself being like, you just missed a huge opportunity to tell people about this guide. Well, that quote unquote boo-boo actually changed my life and it changed the way I think about converting in a non-direct way. So the actual call to action and the sales pitch was in the high value content I was sharing in those videos and it led to over six figures in sales in just four months by not adding a call to action. And the reason for this is because people know where the link in your bio is. And especially over on TikTok, people do not want to feel like they're sold to. As soon as you start getting into that like Instagram way that we're used to of selling, click the link in my bio to work with me here. Like Bitch, I know how to work with you. Just keep talking. Keep telling me these things. I will go on my own rabbit hole binge journey. Don't you worry. But I will stop that as soon as you tell me to click something or as soon as you gatekeep and withhold. So I just let it all out on the table. And people were commenting like, I can't believe this is free. How can you just like put this information? No one's going to buy from you. It was quite the opposite. Marina, you know, you got an email notification every time one of those guides was sold. And I'm sure you woke up one day and you're like, the hell is happening right now? I couldn't believe it. I was like, I thought it was a glitch. (laughs) I didn't know what was going on because honestly, at that time, I wasn't even like following you closely on TikTok. Like I was following you, obviously, but like 
I wasn't like paying attention to every single piece of content. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. 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 So it was not only the sales of the guides that came from these two videos that I filmed in my car that took me 10 minutes top to bottom to create, edit, put out there that had no call to action other than watch part two or watch part one kind of thing. It led to the over 200 people buying the guide, me doing the Instasite done for you for clients, brand deals, speaking and podcast opportunities and consulting opportunities to go into corporations and speak about this new approach to social as opposed to just like the little details of content creation and and trend hopping because if you don't have a solid foundation all of those hacks that the gurus are telling you aren't going to do anything for you so tiktok changed my life from and I mean, you too, because we collaborate on this project from just a couple of videos. And then from there, it was me just continuing to show up. I got deeper with my audience by responding to their questions and doing the same practices that I had been doing over on stories, now finally bringing them over to TikTok. And some of these things are just repetitive references to create that brand recall. You know, on my lives, I would do hello, Wolfies, and I call my community Wolfies. So introducing that over on TikTok, calling people out by their name and saying thank you for the comment, Marina, this is what I would do, da, 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 da. And having the confidence to just know that me sharing too much, quote unquote, for free, is actually going to benefit in the long run. Do not be scared to lay it all out on the table. People will feel resistance if you are resisting and if you are gatekeeping and holding back. They feel that and don't take that next action. So that's just a little bit about the success I've seen on on TikTok and I know we're going to get into the key differences between the two spaces and how we eventually got over the hump of our fear and understanding, but it's an incredible platform and one that anybody who is looking to get visibility on their brand should explore now. Just go for it. Test out these formats. If you're not sure, like, I don't know what style of format I like to make, Go and try some out and whatever feels good, stick with that. Oh, this is incredible, Amantha. Like, just because I'm also, I got some of like a sweet deal here, you know, like you went viral and I got some money in my pocket. So it's incredible. And to me, it was amazing to see the power of what one video can do. One video that's done really well and where you truly put your true self and expertise and not even have a call to action you really were trying to give to people like you were trying to teach people something different and change their mind about the way business owners specifically have been doing social media for the longest time which makes me believe that 
that whole thing with Instagram was an inside job because they don't want you to figure out this. Because if you do, you're going to be making lots of money with ease without having to post, which is part of part of the Instasite strategy, Mm -hmm. right? Like it's not Mm -hmm. about posting so much content. It's about strategically knowing how to sell through your content. But yeah, I and and it's amazing. Like we've made quite a bit of money from this, which we'll probably share in another episode. I'll bring Amanda on to talk about the Insta site specifically. And yeah, let's actually dive into a little bit about the differences between creating content and building your brand on Instagram versus TikTok, because this was one of the things that even as a branding expert, like really like crippled me at the beginning, because I was like, wait a second, it's a new platform. It's a new format. Like what do people want? I think my fear, and maybe it's the fear of a lot of other people is that thinking that what do people want? Like, I want to give people what they want and being scared of this culture that is on TikTok now, because I don't understand it so well. And a lot of people don't. So people who come from Instagram over on TikTok doing the same thing, it's a little bit ick, right? People know that and they don't want to be ick. So how can we avoid that? What do we do? So the biggest difference is the audience between the two platforms. So as a part of the Instasite strategy, it's while Insta is in the name of the strategy, that is really just like scratching the surface of it. This is a complete social strategy and how all of the platforms that you're using are working together in an ecosystem to either create growth content, connect content, or convert content. So you've got platforms that are really good at growth and visibility. And then you've got a bunch of platforms that are really good at connection and conversion. And of course, the audiences are different there, right? So on Instagram, the audience is primarily people who follow you. Instagram shows your content to a very small percentage of the people who are already following you. And again, as I said earlier, you can go viral, you can get visibility, it's just not on a consistent basis. So focus on creating content that is really good at connection and conversion, okay? Now, over on TikTok, as well as YouTube, Pinterest, LinkedIn, your blogs, These are spaces for mass visibility and growth. So that is a little bit more top of the funnel. People aren't as familiar with you, right? They might not be familiar with you at all. So every single time you post to TikTok, about 85 to 90% of the people who are seeing your content are people who are not following you. That is huge compared to the maybe one to 5% of people that see your content over on Instagram. So why would you then not create and go and use those creation resources for a space that rewards the visibility? And that's what the big difference is. When I'm going on my Instagram stories, we're picking up where we left off. I don't need to do a hook. You already know me. You know my husband. You know the dogs that we've taken care of. You know my story. You're familiar with the plot. On TikTok, people are not familiar with you yet. So you need to hook 
the video for a certain period of time. Eventually, people know who you are. You can just keep going, right? Like Alex Earl does not need to start her video with 2023 social media strategy. But that's exactly how simple the hook can be. You don't need to get fancy with it. Just be simple, straight up. What is it that you want to talk about in this video? And now let's get into talking about it. So you need to introduce, hook the video because you only have seconds on that for you page to capture somebody's attention. So as opposed to going, hey guys, pause, I'm back. We're going to talk about da, da 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 No, you start the video. 2023 social media strategy. Let's go. Da, 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 da. Later in the video, you can maybe get a little bit more personal, but at the beginning, give the people what they want and get straight to the dang point. So those are the huge two differences is the audience, like who is watching what on each space. And when you can understand that, it becomes so much easier to create because now I don't create for Instagram other than stories and stories. I pick up my phone and I'm usually showing you what I'm doing or I'm talking as I'm doing my makeup, whatever it is. Whereas TikTok, I sit in my car half an hour in the morning and I'm there to record. I'm there to educate. I'm there to do something very, very specific because I know a wide audience is going to see it. So you are now taking a specific task and doing it for each of the platforms, depending on who the audience is there. You don't have to do all the things on every single platform. Do one specific thing and move on with your day. That's it. I love how you differentiated the purpose of the platforms because that's that's how you decide where to go, where to put your content. You don't need to be on every platform, but it's good to have two platforms that support each other. Like whether it be TikTok or YouTube or Pinterest, a driving platform that, as you said, top of the funnel that gets people to the platform where you can convert people. And I mean, I sell like 99.9% of my services and offers through Instagram, usually without saying link in bio. It's just by showing up and sharing not only my expertise, but my lifestyle. And there's something I wanted to mention about TikTok. Something I noticed that kind of like, you know, made me like the platform because at first I was scared of it. Uh, and it was that when I was scrolling, I could see different personalities and people are just themselves. And there's this one girl that I follow. I don't particularly like her style, but I was like hooked in because she was so monotone. Like she was just like, hi, I'm going to share with you the five tips that will increase your visibility. And I was like, wait a second, because we're so used to like, you know, the, the, the men in like the, or the marketing bros, as we call them, you know, on, on Instagram, they're like, yes, five tips that will increase your visibility on Instagram. And now we have to all be like that, like bubbly and like, you know, excited all the time. And I remember hearing a lot from my introvert clients is that they don't feel like there's space for them on, yeah. on social media. Like they can't be themselves or people who don't, have an excite quote unquote exciting life. They don't travel or do anything throughout their day. But like 
That's what people love on Instagram. There is another person who's a private chef and she literally doesn't even add music to her uh, content. It's just different clips of what she does for this family that she cooks for. And I am, yeah, her name is Meredith or I think I'm hooked on her content. I like wait for her videos because I'm not even interested in like food content either. And I don't think she even shares any recipes. It's literally just like a day in a life, but it's just something beautiful about it. And I think the key here is that people are curious and people want to see different styles of humans being humans on TikTok. So I just wanted to bring that up in terms of also people who feel like they have to be a certain way to succeed on Instagram and on TikTok. You could just succeed as you are as cheesy as that. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that that's actually a good segue into like the type of content you would be creating for the different audiences in these spaces, because obviously my Instagram stories are very different from what I post on TikTok. So, and I was sharing this with you a little bit before we started recording, but on TikTok, on my feed, you will typically find tutorial style content, straight up talking head. I'm I'm walking you through something. And again, I leave it all out on the table. You could not buy a damn thing from me if you don't want to. And you could just watch my videos and pause them, take notes, And you'd get the strategy right there. But the beauty of what I create is I organize it for you in guides. (laughs) So it's easy, right? And affordable too. So I do that over on my feed, but I've also been exploring with TikTok Lives. And what is super different about TikTok Live versus Instagram Live, because as you know, we both love Instagram Lives. I attribute a lot of my brand growth to going live because I also committed to go live there every single day for 30 days straight. And it just became like a thing that I did. But on TikTok, TikTok shows your lives to strangers. So it's not just for your followers. Whereas over on Instagram, your lives only get seen by people who are following you. But if you go live with, if I went live with Marina, I would get access to her audience and vice versa. But that's the only way you can get live visibility to a stranger audience over on Instagram. So with TikTok, I was like, I kind of want to do something different. I have all the educational content over on my feed on TikTok. What do I like to do in my day that I can just kind of share? Because if you've scrolled TikTok lives, they're wild. There are no rules I I have ones that show up. It's called the hamster gym and they're literally hamsters like running on these little things. And there's like a DJ in the background. (laughs) It is. I don't know how I ended up on this side of TikTok, but I love it. Like these cute little hamsters running in their gym and it's, it's just soothing to watch something about it. So I was like, okay, I love to read, you know, this Marina I read every single morning, usually nonfiction books, because if I read that in the evening, it gets the wheels turning and I don't need that kind of action in my life at like 9, 10 PM. So I read in the morning instead of scrolling. And I thought if I'm reading anyways, why don't I just read live on TikTok? And if questions about social media come in, 
sure, I'll answer them, but that doesn't need to be the thing. I just need to show up and read and share this information, this book, whatever it is that we're exploring at that time period with the audience. And it has become now a new habit that I've created. I go live every single morning on TikTok and I read a chapter or however many pages I can read in that half an hour to an hour if I have the time. And it's become a new format. And I've noticed more and more of the same people are showing up because I've created now a routine for them. They know I'm going to get to see and listen to Amanda read out loud this book every morning between 7 and 9 a.m. EST kind of thing, whatever time it is in their world. So I've now once again redirected. Okay, you get the educational content on my feed. But if you want to hang out with me and read sticky fingers for the next little while, that's what we're doing in the morning. And sometimes we chat about social. Sometimes it turns into a whiteboard session, but I don't put the pressure on myself that it has to be this super, you know, structured thing. I'm just doing something that I would already be doing. I'm just pressing live now. Mm, I love this because I remember when you and I worked on my launch content for my brand development coaching program, which was my signature program for a while. It's on pause right now. You had told me, Marina, you do your Vivacious Friday. So I was doing this uh, post every Friday where I just share, I storytell and I share something personal from my life. It can relate to branding, but not always. And this would be like, I would get like 500 likes and I don't know, hundred saves. I'm like, why are people saving this? Like, it's just about my, my life. And I would get so many comments. And I remember you told me to leverage that a little bit more and create something like that in stories to, it's kind of like a TV show where people could come and tune in every Friday or every Tuesday. And then I did the Q and A box every Tuesday. And I feel like it's the same concept, but taking it to TikTok where you're creating something that people could kind of tune into every every day or every week, some sort of like a segment. I'm actually testing this out with my close friends list uh, over on Instagram where I share like my dating life and it's hilarious. People follow up with me in the DMs asking me about certain people I went on dates with them like how do you remember this I don't even remember that date they're like I'm waiting for the details you left us hanging and I'm like okay I promise it's coming soon and it's like I have to keep up with my tv show now about (laughs) Marina's dating escapades around the world and I, I love that as far as the community building goes right so it's not like you're selling people anything in these lives right you're showing up and I love the question that you ask yourself what do I like to do we forget to to ask ourselves that as business owners and people who create content on social media it's like what do I like to do who am I as a human outside of my business because people are curious about this we live in a world where Everyone and their dog has a business right now. Literally, even dogs, like they have Instagram accounts and businesses. They can sell you things. But what do you like to do? And that's so powerful, Amanda. Thank you for sharing that. It's Um, a great way to infuse your personal side mm -hmm. of things and like lob in those details 
if you go live while you're reading or cooking, because I would do that too. I would be cooking, going live, and th those ones I'll talk and do like a, a social media Q&A, but it gets people asking questions like, what are you cooking? Oh, I didn't know you liked to bake bread. You know, this is like a thing that I, I love to do. It really like calmed me down. I had a lot of anxiety. I had addiction issues and I went to baking bread, reading as like a new addiction because we usually replace that, but it was healthy as mm. opposed to what I was doing before. So it naturally gets people curious about your life and like, what's that in the background? What products are you using? Marina, where did you get that robe that you're wearing? Like, they're asking, 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 and it's a way to infuse the personal side, which is the most unique content you can put out there because only you can put it out there and it gets people invested. And I'm sure you know this because we also collaborated on stories that sell. It is those stories like your Vivacious Friday, me floating in a pool in Mexico, showing you how to cut a freaking mango that... I always have the highest conversion on those days that I share those stories because it becomes less about what it is that you are selling and more people just want to be in your energy and they want to work with you in whatever capacity is available. Mm, they get they get curious. I think there's something that is a theme here and I'm doing a little bit of a recap as we're getting to the end of our session together and I promise Amanda will be back, but it's giving people the agency and the power to choose also how they want to work with you. You are here to say, here are all the different ways you can work with me. And here's who I am as a person. And here's who I am as an expert. And you know where the link is. Like, I actually say that like to people, you know where the link is. I can list out the different ways you can work with me. Like you said, people don't need to be told every time they can have the agency of saying, I like Amanda, I want to see what she has to offer. And then they book a discovery call or download our Insta site or stories that sell or book you one on one Amanda, because they can't be bothered to do it themselves. And they want an expert and they already trust you because they've seen you show up and create this content they've seen you do things also outside of being an expert and I think because people fear that part of like oh people won't see me as an expert but right now every, everyone is an expert on something like you said the only unique content you can create is the content that has the the question of what do I like to do and what's unique about my life or what are people curious about or what do I do differently and think about differently yeah. So, okay. Amazing, amazing stuff, Amanda. I took so many notes already. I want to wrap it up with maybe some like hot conversion tips. If you have any that you could think of like one, two, three, four, five over on TikTok. So people could get some things happening for them there. Okay. The biggest game changer on TikTok will be adding what I call relevance to your content. The more relevant you make anything, the easier it is for people to use and the more they will want to consume 
and then convert. That's kind of like the roadmap. Even when you think about the functionality of apps and things that you're using, if it is not easy to use and understand, you're out of there. Okay. So you can add relevance to your TikToks in a few different ways, either by adding the year, adding the season, or infusing your industry or niche. So an example of this is title card on your TikTok. If you're doing a talking head in the caption, in the closed captions, you're going to have the text 2023, whatever the topic is. You're infusing relevance there with the year or whatever year it is, okay? With the season, you can add something like six holiday recipes in 2023. Now you are doing year and season in there. And then in terms of the niche in the audience and the industry to add relevance there, you would say 2023 back to school outfits for kids. So now you've got the year, the season and the audience in there. All right. And I mean, it's not kids that are going to be watching those videos, but the parents are searching for these terms because the relevance is searchable terms. TikTok's SEO is incredibly powerful. And when you think about this example, if I'm searching social media strategy, for example, in the, in the search bar on TikTok, and one video pops up and the title card says social media strategy. The other one says 2023 social media strategy. Which one are you clicking on? 23 social media strategy because it's relevant right now. On top of that, you're making it really easy for the algorithms to categorize your content and to bump it up because now TikTok is saying, oh, well, this relates to what's happening right now. I'm going to put it up top of the search, as opposed to something that just is a little bit more vague. So get specific, get relevant, and you're going to change the visibility as well as your conversion too, because you're laying it out there for your audience. Like this is what we're freaking talking about here, people. Let's get into it. And again, lay it out on the table. Like that is my number one tip. Do not be scared to give it all away for free. There is a massive misconception that when you do that, you will not convert. But I hate to break it to you. People do not need more information. They need execution and accountability. And that execution and accountability comes from when they book a call with you, when they decide to work one-on-one -on -one with you, when they download a DIY guide, whatever it is that you're putting out there. The gatekeeping creates friction and resistance. And remember, we want to make it easy for people to consume and use so they can convert. Brilliant. You amaze me. Every time you speak, Amanda, these are such <laughs> good tips and they're so actionable. So thank you so much for all the value you added today, all your expertise and your ability to also, you know, be at the forefront of like doing things differently. I think that's why I love, I love working with you. I feel like my mind always expands and so does my business and my income. So 
I, I love you for that, Amanda. And I highly recommend that you follow Amanda on TikTok, but also Instagram because her stories are lit as well. But also there's so much value on TikTok. And Amanda, do you want to direct people anywhere specific to connect with you other than your Instagram and TikTok? Because I'll add those in the links. Yeah, I mean, the link in the bio. There's my hard call to action there. The link in the bio has everything, you know, tons and tons of free resources. But primarily, if you're looking for that type of content, it's all, all over on my TikTok. And then stories are just for fun. We get to yep. hang out, gummy Fridays, just nonsense and pure connection. Mm, incredible. And also check out our Insta site if you're yes. interested or curious about what that is about. And Amanda, I'll see you in the next episode where we get to talk about more strategies and more about this unique formula that you've created for business owners specifically to show up and convert without all the headache and the overwhelm on social media. So I'm really, truly grateful for you here today. So thank you. Thank you.